0: You could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day and 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer.
2: Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For Gamblers Help call 1800 858 858.
3: We ask you to give us a call on the Kiwino's high Phone line 0800 150 811 to share your memories and your experiences of Eden Park and well we knew this guy would have experienced a lot. He's a very passionate sports pundit Zaid
1: from Auckland. Morning Zaid. Good morning, so I'll go through a few ones quickly. Um, yep. uh, uh, so 660 Concert, obviously the first Whoa. ever concert at Eden Park was there for that. Yes. Um, obviously, um, well, I was too young for the, most of the Blues Premierships, so the la- the Blues, if you call it a Premiership, um, which I do because I'm a Blues fan, the Trans-Tasman <laughs> title, um, <laughs> I enjoyed that one last year. Um, nice. Auckland winning their MPC in 2018. Um, and it went to golden. It went to extra time, and um, it was pouring down with rain all day. And yes. yeah, that was a pretty good one. And obviously, we have uh, been to a few nines tournaments as well at Eden Park, and you know Auckland Aces games, and just yeah, just been going to Eden Park for years really.
3: Nice, Zade. If there's one Great. event, if there's one event or one thing you would love to witness at Eden Park, what would it be?
1: What do you mean, like, one event, sorry?
3: Like, one game. So, you'd love to see a team come play at Eden Park or someone that hasn't been here and you'd love to w- watch them live. What would that team um, be?
1: I don't know. It would be, like, pretty cool to see, like, the, I don't know, maybe, like, the All-Whites versus, like, a big, like, football team, maybe, like, a like a Portugal or, like, a Brazil yeah. or someone would be pretty cool. I'll,
4: yes. t- I'll tell you what would be good here, Izzy. I'll tell you what would be good here, and everyone's going to agree USA. with me. Nah, mate. I'm, I'm going to tell you. State of origin. Bring State of Origin to Eden Park.
1: They East wouldn't Australia.
4: just fill the stadium. They'd fill Auckland. Mm. It'd be crazy. Yeah, be cool.
5: so, so this gets floated. And Zade, thanks for your call, man. Yeah, thanks, we'll Zayd. Appreciate it. 0800 Favourite memories at Eden Park. A great text here from Richie running through his. I've noticed that the jab isn't called yet, which is pretty surprising. <laughs> Wake up, Grant. Um, that, this gets floated every once in a while, Kempy, but the, the late kickoff off time seems to be what they don't love about because the, they need the TV time in Australia so they'd actually be playing the game at what like 10 o'clock at night here
4: yeah well I still thought well why don't you play it on a Sunday afternoon yeah you know what I mean like I love afternoon footy so you know not it's, mate you know like we put up with having to watch it at ten o'clock at night, don't we? You, surely you can do three games.
3: When they played in Western Australia, they played in Perth. What that's time right. was that game? Oh, was that, that?
4: that's have you been? Have you been there yeah. and played there? That's a horrible trip, you know. <laughs> I remember taking the Warriors over there, and we get there. You got to get off the plane. You got to go and train, and you're like ten hours behind each other. Oh. And then you try and go to bed and wake up in the morning. It's oh. Oh,
3: another poor you little moment, is it, <laughs>
4: <laughs> mate? And I'll tell you what. And we had that game. We had that game in the bag, and Richard Villasanti gave a penalty away. Yeah. In the last minute, and I'm sitting. There's there, a
5: name, honestly. And I past. thought
4: we've got this one. And in the last minute, he gave a penalty away on the 20 meter line. They went and scored in the corner. We lost one point? And I did travel all the way back to New Zealand with Mattel between my legs. What
3: kind of um, uh, after a loss? What kind of coach were you, Kimpy? You, you pack a little, little bit sad and oh, let the no, lads no. know, or you just? No, nah,
4: no, not at all. I, I what I used to like because I used to like the media conferences. Mm. So it was like real strategic around how I would thought about talking to the media because I used to love giving it to the referees. But you get you get fined $10,000. So I used to really concentrate on how I was going to formulate my conversation that was right on the line mm. of $10,000.
5: Do you you spent more time doing that than
4: coaching? <laughs> yeah, I probably did. Mate. I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story, okay? I sit, sit in the box one day, Ivan Cleary sitting next to me. And... Uh, it Stacey Jones' last game for us at the Warriors at Mount Smart Stadium. And Robert Finch coached me when I was at Newcastle, so he was the referee's boss. And I had him dialed into my phone. I had Finch's number. So, so so Robert Finch, he's Brett Finch's old man. And we had four tries to sell out in this last game for Stacey Jones. And Ivan sitting next to me, mate, I've got... Right, just before half time, I've got Finchie on the phone and I'm going, Are you watching this garbage? And I'm like, with a ton of experience, going, This game is da 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 da. And we've had four da 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 da. -da 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 (laughs) And I was looking, just (inaudible) looking at (ciones) him. I hung the phone up and started laughing. I said, told him, didn't I? <laughs> I had to phone Finchie back the next day and go, sorry, brother, I just had to show Ivan how he talked to the referees. Do you reckon he's used that in his premiership years? I know that Ivan's <laughs> told that story to a lot of people, mate, because people go, did you really phone Robert Finch up at halftime?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, I,
5: I, you can 100% see Kimpy doing that as well. Favourite moments from Eden Park. Overall, the skinny jab hitting the six to win the semi mm. in 2015 – I was there at the 2011 uh, World Cup victory as well, but that was too tense to be <laughs> enjoyable over the last seconds. My favourite memory was the win over Australia, the opening game of the 1992 Cricket World Cup. Ooh. That is a flashback, Richie. Appreciate that. Double eight, double three. Give us a call. 0800 811. We're here for Dan Carter's DC10 Kickathong with Chemist Warehouse. Uh, Chemist Warehouse supporting Dan Carter like they are all New Zealanders. Opening early in the morning, just like their tent was here bright and early this morning, and closing late at night. Kane six to win that Australian World Cup pool game in 2015 was amazing. That's from Roy. The whole 2015 Cricket World Cup he was just like a celebration. And the moments that were here at Eden Park, it was special. That was one
3: of my favourite. I, I, I wrote that down last night just watching. I remember vividly where I was. I was in Johannesburg and we were surrounded around the van preparing for our match over there with the Crusaders. The whole team watching it on the phone and just seeing Grant Elliott, the jab, just waste it, whack it right into the stands and we win it for a six. And just seeing everyone embracing yeah, even the crowds that. and in the stands and us as, as fans I mean Rito all the lads are just standing around this fan and we're just just losing the plot in the middle of South Africa too so we're so in their good. home territory and we've just beaten them so we've, we've felt a bit vulnerable let be honest <laughs>
4: um, didn't, didn't eat the soup that night
3: <laughs> didn't eat the soup mate but um, yeah that that for me will go down as one of my favourite moments of, of being a fan and being able to witness it but there has been so many and, and the text messages are flooding through so please give us a call 0800 one five zero eight eleven. If you've been in the stands, if you've been outside and you've been on Kingsland, and you've been in Kingsland, in the pub, watching oh. it, let us know. I'm uh, sure you've had, had some nights have... in Kingsland. Uh, too close to the stadium. Too close to home, yeah, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, further away, the better. <laughs> further away, the better. More Takapuna style, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hey, can't get any further away
5: than that. Yeah, durrie's Ooh. inside, different era. <laughs> hey, Kimpy, mate, I love Origin and have no doubt it would go bonkers, but it's Origin, brother. It's not in RL. We have no right to it. Would Canterbury play Auckland and Melbourne? It's theirs. Leave them to it. But, mate, the line. I, mean, I, I actually... I, Queenslander.
3: Cre- how, ah. do we, how do we get it? I
4: actually like that. I like, that, I like that test. I'm on black. I bleed black. All right? I'm not, I ain't got a maroon jersey or a blue jersey. I'm, I'm black, mate. I'm a Kiwi. So we're going to create our own Origin. But just let's get real. Let's get real about it. If Origin came here, me and that, that texter, we'd be the only two that didn't come. Seriously, yeah. Everyone yeah. else in New Zealand will come. Just talking about that around memories. Like my greatest memory here, obviously, is the 1988 World Cup, mm. and I was meant to be playing in that game of fullback. I, I, um, in the last trial, got taken out by Wayne Wallace in a, in a late tackle and, and done my shoulder. I'd been put in the program and everything, so my face is in the program. But I actually could not make the um, team that week, and it's one of the funniest. Uh, I'm real good mates with Gary Mercer that filled that fullback spot. Uh, in that World Cup and um, we should get Gary Freeman on the phone one time just to talk about that because there's a little bit of banter going on about them about the way Alfie Langer stepped around Mercer that day about 1400 times (laughs) to score those tries and um, you know it was was one of the the World Cups that we were meant to win didn't actually get it that day that's where Wally Lewis broke his arm that was the guy I was talking about Um, but that's probably one of my biggest memories here is uh, getting I guess, on the hello turf here of Eden Park. I missed that opportunity, but seeing the World Cup was great. i
5: tell you what, Nick Sautner, the whole Eden Park team, must be so excited and so relieved. Now, as we start to come out of COVID to be able to put on events again, I know they had the April Fool's joke about um, having the, sur- the surfing here. I'll tell
3: you what, it got me, Louis. Did it? It got me. I Hook, like, line, and like, surf. Wow. I was like man oh, was, a, it a, was it April Fool's? Like, it got me too <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sarah I'm just going You're kidding
3: oh, yeah, no. Wait, Honestly I was like That's a lot of admin like, There's going to be a lot of Things that have to unfold <laughs> to, For them to be able to A million litres of water Yeah I was thinking Where are they going to put the like, water like, Wow And then oh, they're like was Talking the about the reservoir And we know Auckland's had struggles with water And I'm like, man, they're going to waste a million litres? Wow, they're pretty ballsy doing that. I tell
5: Um, tell you what would be unreal, though, if they could get it over the line. A UFC uh, card, a fight card here at Eden Hmm. Park, uh, the octagon in the middle. You would 100% sell it out. Enough big screens. I know they've had to re-kit Eden Park out for the Women's World Cup, and they've had to um, put it on and, and kind of sharpen some things up. So I'm certain that it would be UFC quality and Dana White would would be up to scratch for him. I don't know how that would make it would happen. You,
3: would you come... Would you... Would you hold it here, or the Vector?
5: Well, if you hold it here, you can sell 30,000 for, tickets, 40,000 yeah. tickets. Sell,
3: they'll sell it. Well, because I looked at the capacity of Spark Arena, the Vector eh? Yeah, 10, 10 12, 12, mm. if you
5: completely put floor seats and everything in there. So if they wanted to do it and make money, when you look at the, the champs we've got, Volkanovski fights this weekend, of course, Adi uh, Kai Kaikara France, Robert Whitaker, you, you can really yeah. make a, an Aussie, you get the Aussies across. I know. I think Sydney is first priority. Um, and we've got calls coming through on oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Favorite Eden Park memories? We would love to hear from you. We're going to send Daggy out to kick, get him on the anywhere. Bit of a
4: credit. mate. Yump, he hits it well too, Bleak Louie. Like I was watching Daggy just uh, warm up when we first got here, and I was thinking he got a sore knee. He's not going to hit him that well. It's going to hurt, mate. I thought Dan could kick, but Deggy, he was—he could whack him <laughs> from halfway still. Well, he was we'll, hitting him real well. Uh,
5: we'll find out. He's going to go out there in a bit. But right now, we've got Brett. He told us he'd call us back. Good He's, man. Hey, Uncle.
6: Hey, brothers.
3: Yeah, what do you got for us, you there? Brett? Are you gonna, got a, got oh. a few yarns for
6: us from in the
3: stands oh, or man. little moments, little streaky <laughs> moments. What do you got? Matt,
6: uh, I was getting hazy just thinking about it. <laughs> Once I first found out what amber liquid was. In 1997, and Waikato went to Eden Park to lift the shield off a fantastic open team. And that was, was an afternoon game, and my eyes opened and bottles opened. And I was hammered by the time I got there. And then I was pretty feral. And uh, halfway through the game, and my I was just standing on the terraces, and my mate was whacking me, and I was like, what? And he goes, your arm out. And so I've been ringing my bell that much that my hand had blistered and then just started bleeding, so I just had this trail of blood running down my arm. <laughs> and then after we won, and security couldn't hold us back was the last one out of Hamilton turned off the lights, and we, we rushed the field. And then when I woke up the next morning still in my Waikato jersey and in my same clothes, and I had, there was grass everywhere, grass in my pockets and stuff. And apparently what I was informed of was after we had got on the field, and then we were leaving. So I took off, I scored a try under the posts in front of the terraces, and then uh, allegedly, allegedly, I was just lying on the ground, ripping grass out of the ground and stuffing it in my pockets, yelling out to my cousin, <laughs> this is ours, this is ours. Have you still got it? Have you still got it? <laughs> like, Did you, sell geez, it? Did I you saw it in your back Hayden?
5: <laughs> Brett. Brett, I don't think I've actually managed to fix that patch of grass as well, brother. Uh, Thanks for your call. Appreciate those fond memories. Um, It's actually incredible that you do remember them. All right, 17 minutes past seven. Daggy's got his boots on. We're going to send him out into the middle. He's going to get his phone in his hand. Have I? And he's going (laughs) to kick a goal. Uh, Don't try and back down now, mate. Those jeans might be tight. They're tight. But I've seen those quads in action already this morning. So we're going to send Izzy out into the middle. We're here at Dan Carter's Kickathon for DC10. If you can donate. Um, we're trying to help all sorts of kids throughout the Pacific. You can head to dancarter.com, and we're here thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. They're massive supporters of everything Dan's doing with UNICEF. We're here in their medic tent, supporting them, supporting him. Every Great savings every day. We'll let you know what's going on in the Masters soon. Back in a minute. And we're at DC Kickathon. Dan Carter's Kickathon. He's still kicking in great shape. We've sent Izzy Dag out into the middle. Daggy, you've got your boots on. Tell us about Dan Carter's form. You're standing right behind him.
3: Yeah, DC's in good form, but this man's in even better form. I'm with Ali Williams, mate, the big man. And he's had a few kicks. Ali, you've been out there? Yeah, had a few kicks. Um, had
2: three kicks. Got one out of three.
3: <laughs> I got <a> real <laughs> sore.
2: Oh, no, that's all right. I've, I've got breakfast now, so uh, things up. Is Baz there?
3: Hey, no, Baz. No, no, Baz is in the IPL. He's making his oh, millions. Oh, no, no, yeah. he's over at representing the Kalkata Knight Riders. That that um, coach over there. They're doing pretty, pretty well. We have got Tony Kemp and Louis Herman Watt on the on the tools over there. So oh, we nice. Just hold so ba- Baz
2: is basically just glory strokes and comes in when um, yeah. when there's not really. Yeah, there's sceptic ability. Do. Do he, he, he does. He he's does everything on bags, the park. Mate.
3: He can pretty much do his own thing. Um. Mate. He hasn't scored a try like has scored a try, though, has he? Okay. I thought I'd say that before you said it, you know. <laughs> mate, you, you, you got a few uh, highlight reels with kicking. What Tell us about that tap when you kicked it over to Dougie Hallett, who's just left, and Dougie scores it. Was that all part of the plan? Definitely wasn't a plan,
2: mate. You know me. I never really planned anything. Um, no, what actually happened, he was on the right, and he was waving at me like a goose. And and I was like, oh, I could do that. You know what I mean? Didn't realise there's fifty thousand people watching. And uh, yeah, eyes closed and hit it off my shin, and it rolled over, and uh, and, and we got the try. I don't think Ted was the happiest man yeah. mid-flight, but after I think I was a legend. Still got dropped. Yeah, still got dropped the game after. But- that was for the line-outs, mate, but line-outs are overrated. Look <laughs> at it, kicking. You don't, see, you
3: don't see someone doing 24 hours of lineouts, outs do you? you?
2: wouldn't get publicity no. like this,
3: would no, you? No, no, one of the boys has got a question for you. Louie, you got a question? Uh, do, do
5: I, Is he? Um I, I mean, my question would probably be around the America's Cup, but I don't know, is that fair play, Art?
2: go <laughs> no, I'm far away, mate. I'm a man of, uh, of a no, lot you, of knowledge, you, not in the right well, direction at the time.
5: Obviously, you were extremely passionate about it, man, so um, are you disappointed to see it head off short?
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I haven't been on social media for a while and I, I did something just saying, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice to um, to keep it here. But I, it's more, it's more, like I understand the decisions and commercially and all that sort of stuff. We all do, you know, we've, we've been in there, we've been in that bed and, um, you know, Dolce has done what he needed to do. But the reality is it's it's just really special playing in front of a home crowd. and um, And that's really where we were sort of coming from. Uh, it's, you know how do we get it back here but unfortunately we are in a world of commercialism and, and these things will happen and um, as Kiwis I think we've just got to keep growing our supporting legacy we've got to keep being those amazing supporters and um, you know regardless of where it is we just get out
3: there and, and, and fly that flag and Go Kiwis. Yeah, I'm gutted, because like, I so would be be sipping on a nice champers out on the water with you, eh, oh, brother? No. But never mind, next time. The way you, hot, the way you hot dog, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, man, what
2: a foul. Oh, We've got, we
3: got the two
2: bosses here. Yeah. They're
3: into it. Blair's actually going to jump in and have a look. Yeah, We've got Blair and, and Pete Burling yeah. here down with the team, so they're having a few kicks. Lads, oh, uh, have a wee nudge. You boys just carry the show, and I'll, 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 I'll chat back to you soon, eh? Yeah. Hey, hey! Is just one
4: question for Ali, mate. Ali, Ali, can you hear? Can you hear us? Hey, mate. I, you know, you used to be a yep. bit of a tough bugger in the All Blacks, and you know didn't mind getting mixing it with the rough. But, mate, did is he ever like like back you up? Was he like the type of fullback that were running from the back and start throwing them, or did he, did he just hot duck and dive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He ran in from the back, but that was after the
2: game. And, you know, jumped on everyone and, yeah, we won.
4: But he was never that guy
2: that was sort of in there when you sort of, you know, it started to get dark and people like Bucky's Butter and, you know, the big um, yappy boys came at you. Um, I didn't really see him much, you know, at the nightclub. Oh, yeah, he was was in and around, that's for sure. Or center of attention more than anything. But No, he goes, all right. No, it's, it's uh, all right, well,
5: let's see. Let's see if he still goes all right with the peg, as we can see. We're going to commentate you from uh, over here. Um, yes, appreciate man. that, Ali. Great to catch up, mate. Next time we'll do a panel with Bleachuk at the same time. Uh, but Izzy, he you? You line one up, brother. Kempi, did you see his form before the
4: game? Yeah, mate. Is he? Is he form? Yeah. 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 A hundred percent, mate. So I'm looking forward to uh, to calling the calling the kick in the minute when he hits that when he hits the ball. Um, He's not as fluid as DC, you know what I mean? He's sort of, DC just walks glides. up and glides through it, you know? He's like a, uh, he's like a, what would you call it? He's probably... Like a swan? Yeah, black caviar, you
7: know? Yeah. That sort of
4: That sort of sweet little number, that's DC. Whereas Izzy's more like a, oh, mate, he's sort of... Yeah, he's, he's a, a Zaki. He wants to go straight to the front, mate. He's bounding. Yeah. I actually
5: reckon he's, he's got a bit of very elegant, that kind of elaborate yeah, action yeah, yeah, to yeah. him. Yeah, And he he, um, sorry, Neil, just on the radio, man. Um, <laughs> Izzy's gonna line one up. Here he is. Uh, he looks like well, how would I describe this? Right, like he's concentrating more than he's ever concentrating. We've got a competition on going on
3: here with Turkey. He's, we're one for we're one all we're one all. He's called me out, and I'm gonna go have a go. You want to lead the way? Yeah, oh, you're a, dollar, you're a dollar
4: right. one shot, Izzy. You're a dollar one shot.
5: <laughs> All right, Blair cheek oh, Yes,
3: yes.
4: <laughs> Straight <laughs> he's, down the guts.
3: He sprayed it.
4: Do you want me to hold the guts,
3: phone sir? at the same time? Yeah,
8: go
4: on. on. Yeah, he's got the he's got the Reese Walsh swagger.
8: Oh, beautiful. That's and puts him through <laughs> the middle, over the black dot. Oh. Izzy Dag.
3: The quad's nearly snapped. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Izzy, Izzy, listen very carefully. Yeah. We've had we've had direction yeah. from Australia from the powers that be that yes. you're not to injure yourself, mate. You've already had enough time okay. off of broken bones. So <laughs> you just you just put that ice on the quad and the knee, mate, and you just take it easy.
3: All right. All right, boys. I'll be over there very shortly. I'll try and okay. I'll <laughs> try and uh, wrangle. Who do you want me
4: to scoop, boys? Who do you want me to scoop over here? Hey, hey I, do, I don't know if you here? had anything on, that is. Did you have anything on it with, with Blair? Like hosting yeah, I've, cup? I've
3: got a free... Free chip to Barcelona, boys. Free chip to Barcelona, <laughs> yes, go. <laughs> <Come on.
5: laughs> okay, Daggy, good work, mate. Actually, this is perfect. What We've got Dan here now. He's done a fantastic job of to make it to this point. He's done better than Izzy, who's shot back in his private jet to a hoker. Um, so you've hung in there longer than Dagger. That's not surprising, is it, Dan?
8: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you lasted as long as he did to. <laughs> Maybe he's uh, almost tried to turn it into his show. Uh, for a couple <laughs> of hours there. He's a bit of a fashion um, a connoisseur, isn't he? Oh, you, would, you wouldn't know that today by the look of his jeans, trying to kick his jeans <laughs> in his boots, and he really did that hideous. Um, cr- no, did he use, steal that top off you? It oh, had number 10 man, on it. I, th- I think he stole it from... Um, Andy Ellis, um, because, you know, it was way too small for him. Um, <laughs> well, but no, I love his passion. I love everything about Diggy.
5: Well, now he's not here. We can't talk about him. And he did say when he hugged you before, he was he was like, oh, it was awesome hugging Dan. He's in such good shape. But I just was trying to get him to not hug me back. <laughs> Dagger. Dagger. Hey, I was just thinking, um, we've got a Waikato stud racing segment later on. I'm sure someone would have brought this up with you. Moonga, Richie there was the horse that was named after him, and then he got it, given a share
8: in it. You... Is that a Waikato stud horse? It's it? a Waikato stud horse. Right. Even better than it's this. Starman.
5: Even better than this. The dam, so the mum of that horse, Chandelier.
8: Oh, really? Yeah, I had a Chandelier. Yeah, I had O'Reilly as well. Yeah, so, yep. so that's right. So, yeah.
5: Now, the rumour is you went to Waikato stud and won some claybird shooting contest or something. Years yeah,
8: ago. the All Blacks went out there, and obviously the Chitticks being great hosts as they are, they all let us have a wee claybird shoot, and... Anyway, the, the five of us got all five clays, so we had a shoot-off for the final. Just as we were about to shoot-off for the final, um, Mark Chudick goes, oh, by the way, uh, the the winner gets a 10% share among one the Phillies. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the pressure came oh, on. I was like, oh, my how good goodness is that? gracious. It came down to Rodney Soyalo and myself for a shoot-off, <laughs> oh, and, and wow. I managed to, uh, I, ca- I can't shoot to save myself. I don't know where this came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I 20% up, mate. Up, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um we ended up uh yeah, I ended up getting a horse and, and Chitty was awesome. We used to go out and visit the stud regularly. And it obviously didn't go too well, and and then so he gave me another one, and then we, and then we had another one. Uh, so I had a few from from out there, and then Baz, uh, Baz got me in one of his syndicates as well for a while. <laughs> I had about three from Waikato Starters. <laughs> Mate, it's, um, yeah, so it was, well, yeah, it was a bit of fun.
5: Chandelier ended up going to the Oaks, I'm pretty sure, and yeah, then she became a really good broodmare, and then so Moonga's come out, and they've sold another one for a million dollars that's going to oh, be racing, wow. and... Yeah, it's big money, mate.
8: It's a great set-up they've, uh, they've got out there.
5: It is a great setup. So, Kempe's, um So, Alan Sharrick today is racing Ideal out of Ideal. Another Waikato said. Anyway, mate, how's your fatigue going? How's the energy levels? We're, we're trying to track down an old friend of yours to see if he's going to come lend a hand, um, but we're wondering how you're kind of travelling, and you've got to get to 7 o'clock tonight, so are you going to be able to sneak a nap, or...?
8: No, I don't think I'll nap. Um, it's definitely helped that the sun's come out now, it's daytime, you've on the home stretch, if you call the last 11 hours the home stretch. Um, kicking wise the numbers are good at the moment, so I'm in no rush to, to rip through them to get to my target. It's more just the time. Um, we've got quite a big day ahead of us with some corporates coming in. Um, yeah, so it's just whether this body holds up really. I'm yeah. um, starting to get a little bit tight,
4: but no you're a machine course it's going to hold up well you got through like 980 kicks already so you're going to hit the 1500 all right Um, don't worry about what about the the fundraising Dan just take me through your your thought process around why you why you thought having clean water in the Pacific for the children especially um, was such such a passion for you to
8: to get out here and do this yeah I've been an ambassador for, for UNICEF for about seven years and I've always wanted to do more I've been um, to field trips on the ground, Syrian refugee camps to see the incredible work that they do all around the world. So, when um, I always wanted to do more, but with my rugby schedule, I, I never could. But having uh, retired last year, I had a bit of time, so I set up my DC10 fund. And then, as an ambassador, I didn't always get to choose which UNICEF project I supported. So, I set up the DC10 fund, partnered with UNICEF, and then I got to hand pick which UNICEF projects That's that the DC awesome. Ten uh, fund supports. And I wanted to do something in our backyard. So we have actually uh, doing some work here around um, children's rights here in, in New Zealand. So I wanted to do something to support our tamariki here in New Zealand first and foremost, and then our neighbouring brothers and sisters in the Pacific. Mm. So I looked at the different UNICEF projects they were doing in the Pacific and I soon realised that uh, sanitation-related uh, diseases were one of the leading causes of death for children under five. And, you know, I want to... To help our children, um, you know, reach their dreams. As I was a yeah. little kid, and, and just having not having access to simple things like fresh water and, and good sanitation is hugely important. Um, so that's that's yeah. Te nei
4: te ki motu mahi e um, te wa. The the work mate is you know being a being a proud Māori and knowing our Pacific community. Thank you very much for all the work that you're doing. Raised one hundred twenty-one thousand dollars here. That's I guess not with the sponsors thrown in yet too. So you got to raise. A considerable amount of cash for this um, this project, mate. I just want to take my hat off to you and thank you from on behalf of all of us Pacific Pacifica, oh, Pacifica yeah, people.
8: I oh, really appreciate that, and honestly. We've got the big screen here with the donations coming in. Uh, we've talked about it already. It's, it's really inspiring. This is that's probably one of the main things that's that's really driving me now. I know we're having a lot of fun, bit of banter out there with uh, with some close friends, but when it really does get tough, and it, it is getting tough, um, I look up and I see the donations. I know the impact that mm. those donations are going to have, and also know that it's not easy to to donate. Um, you know, children donating their yeah, um pocket money for the week <laughs> yeah, little things cool, like man. that it's, uh, it's just really inspiring so people are getting in behind it and I just I, I can't be um, you know thankful enough
5: well speaking of the banter uh, Dan because as you, say, you we've covered exactly why you're doing it and the inspiration behind you I know that you've been inspiration for many including this man uh, we've, we've got one of your old friends on the line just to wish you well and, and just to see how you're going Beaver
0: are you there? Yeah, can you just pass on? I feel his right shoulder starting to drop. I've just been watching the last hour or so. This just, up, just <laughs> starting to go a little. Can you sort that right shoulder out, Dizzy?
8: Yeah, mate, no worries, Beaver, jeez, i tell you what, it's someone you want to get advice from right here on Eden Park, it's Beaver, mate, jeez. Mate, you're going to get me through the rest of this day with advice like that, mate, so keep keep following, keep tuning I expect another phone call in a couple of hours, mate, because often the, uh, my, my right glute starts uh, dropping away too, mate, so you just have a look at my arse over the next couple of hours to make sure that uh, that, that stays in fine tune too, mate, appreciate that.
0: Uh, no, mate, you're going, great guns.
8: Hey Beaver,
4: just tell me, mate. That I've always wanted to, to know the truth, you know, because we can only see, can only make up our own truth when we're watching the TV. But did you have Dan's jersey on that day you kicked that famous goal? <laughs> uh,
0: no, I think I'd have probably fitted DC's a little bit better. No, I, I don't know who's I had on to be fair. It could have been could have been Crudges when he was a five year old. To be fair, I don't know who it was. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it was a five-year-old jersey. It looked like it.
5: It was pretty. It was pretty small. All right, we'll let Dan go because you got to go get some uh, Tucker and your mate, and you're getting a bit comfy in that seat again. Oh, so am, we'll we'll, get, we'll let you kick on, Beaver. We'll hold you there for a second. We'll just chat a little Super Rugby. <laughs> awesome work, f- Dan. There we go. Dan Carter. Beaver, um, it's a great scene down here. You've obviously got some, fa- some memories on this park. We were talking about it this morning. You've probably, oh, I don't know, how many times have you dined out on this or been asked about this moment? So we will try not to ask the obvious question, what did it feel like and what was going through your head when you kicked the goal? The punters really want to know, mate, they've texted through, when you kick goals, do you still puff your top lip out? That's what the punters are wondering on <laughs> double eight, double three.
0: Of of course I do. I just it's, it's habit. Even if I'm not tired, I start blowing. It's just uh, I don't know what it is, mate. It's, uh,
5: it's just nature. <laughs> it's just nature. It's natural. It's all natural for you, mate. Just like your, your gifted athlete you were. Hey, um, Super Apey. The Chiefs were looking like um title kind of favourites just for a while there, while the Crusaders had a little bit bit of a blip. How important is this weekend or the rematch against the Blues for them? Do they really. Is there any concern from you? Have you seen anything different from them, or are they still humming along, and should they be
0: right in the finish? I think they'll be right in the finish, um, but I think it's a massive weekend because I think it's a great opportunity for the Blues to really announce themselves as title contenders. Bodie's back, so um, I'm excited to see how it goes, to be fair. I mean, I still think the Chiefs squad, um, I think they can probably take more injuries than others can, um, and that's not being obviously keeps biased that's just I think looking at it they've got great depth up front in the type five which not many of our Kiwi teams do wonderful loose season and and, you know like midfield backs where they have now dropping an all-black midfielder this weekend probably a little bit light in the outside if they take a few injuries or or at 10 um, obviously but no I mean I think they're still in great shape I think the Crusaders have obviously the Crusaders of the Crusaders they're going to be there and and I think it's up to the Chiefs and the Blues to sort of say who's going to be the one that's going to be the potential rival. And that's why this weekend, Louis, bloody exciting. Yeah. And Beaver,
4: there's also uh, your favourite team, the Panthers, playing and playing good football. <laughs> what do you think about them?
0: Oh, well, Kemp here. after the, what the storm did to uh, the Bulldogs last week, it, it could get a bit scary, I think, on Sunday afternoon. And and I don't know, Kimpy. All of a sudden, it looks like a few. Well, probably last year, where all of a sudden there's a bit of a, a bit of a divide again in the NRL. But I don't. Yeah. We thought after a couple of weeks might not have been there because everyone seemed to have improved. But a couple of weeks in, and all of a sudden it's looking like the same suspects are going to sort of march through to the finals, aren't they?
4: Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. The start. They're starting to break away already. But some good games. Um, your Panthers are going really well. Melbourne, mate. Geez, they look really good. They looked stunning last week. Um, just 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 on um, the rugby side of things, for for me, yep, uh, I've got my mind made up on who should be playing in the number twelve jersey for the All Blacks. Who do you think? wears that number twelve jersey?
0: Oh, geez, <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm glad you have because I still can't work it out. To be fair, I think to be fair, I've got Anton Leonard Brown there. It's somewhere. He's either twelve or thirteen, and then it's and then it's to the fit around him. For me, they've just got to have a. A, something different and all of a sudden um, I like all of a sudden I'd like to see a little bit more of a Nuku at center and then maybe a, yes. a and Leonard Brown find a nuku. I mean if we can get RTS on the field then let's examine that more and and obviously Geordie's now decided that he's going yeah. <laughs> to audition pretty heavily for 12 as well so I whatever they do for me Kimby they just need some contrast they need somebody who's going to be your big power man and then you've got your I guess you're your more traditional midfielder like a Leonard Brown a, a uh who else have we got obviously we've got the return well, the impending return of a couple of Crusaders that are gonna
4: Jack Goodhue. what about Dave
0: Harvey? Yeah, and, and obviously Harvilli, And because again if Harveilly's at twelve then find a would be the partner for him or someone like that, you know. For me they just we've just been caught the last couple of years and we've just been much of a sameness in the midfield Kempi, but I'm bloody keen to find out who's already locked in. Tell
4: me. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great point. Who mate, is it? Mate, I, well, the the only reason I thought about that question, because like I said to you, Beav, I, th- I thought you were a tough bugger when you played, and I think Geordie Barrett, you need someone tough. You know? I'm, yeah. I, don't, I, I know he can play fullback, but I think, you know, Will Jordan p- takes that 15 jersey this year, and I do think you put yep. that big tough bugger, Geordie Barrett, in at the 12 jersey. You know? He's got the skill, yeah, I mean, and he's got he's got the toughness.
0: Yeah, and, and to be fair, I mean... When I watched him last week, I mean, it wasn't perfect for him. But defensively, he's already, say, ahead of someone. I think, say, like a, an RTS, for example, just because you could see him make a couple of good reads, which were just comfortable for him, where I guess some of the other boys are still learning that midfield defensive role. But, yeah, I mean, he's, if he if the All Blacks don't want him at fullback, then he's just starting 12, really, isn't he? Because he's, he's got to be on the field because he's the best goal kick in the country. Yeah. And uh, but- so he, he's got to be there.
5: Bang on, Beav and, and he is just a weapon. He's just—he has got a bit of mongrel about him, eh? He's got a bit of edge, Geordie, that maybe Bodie doesn't quite have. Which he's got that kind of Scott Barrett mongrel—that's just we love to see in the middle. younger so, mate, brother. Bef- yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> chip on, chip on the shoulder, chip on the shoulder, mate. Hey, before we let you go, the race yeah. by Grins, the race by Grins, self-assured oh. comes up the middle of the track, and Mark Purden runs over top of them. How good's it going to be next Thursday at Cambridge Raceway, mate, with Self Assured, Team SCNZ, and obviously you're involved in a couple of capacities.
0: Oh, look, I think that's what we're laying in bed most nights, dreaming of at the moment, aren't we, Louie? It's, uh, it's very exciting. I can't wait to get down there next Thursday. It's, uh, it's going to be a pretty special event, but, uh, yeah, a, and for SCNZ to be on the favourite, it's uh, it's it's exciting, mate. The barrier draw was Saturday, apparently, so that can tell us a bit more, so the experts tell me.
4: <laughs> hey, just make sure you roll out some of your RTDs, mate, because we're all coming down. We're all coming down. Don't. We're all sitting on the table. How good's it going to be when Beev hands us over the trophy? All right, exactly, oh. Beev. And get ready, mate. I'll be the first one up to pick it up off you. <laughs> Kimfi, I
0: can assure you, there'll be grins as far as the eye can see, my friend
4: <laughs>
5: Awesome, babe. Hey, thanks for your time, brother and I'm I'm certain DC just was so, so stoked just to hear that he needed to get that right shoulder up So that's awesome <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, technique's everything when you're getting fatigued So, you know, let's just, let's just wish him well and uh, it's a great cause So uh, enjoy your morning, lads S E N Z live from Eden
5: Park for Dan Carter's Kickathon. Uh, how about the synergy here? We had DC sit down at the start of the hour, and we knew we had this Waikato Stud Racing segment coming up. And I just remembered that Dan Carter was in a couple of different fillies, including Chandelier, who then has gone on to um, have. Of course, Moonga, and another brother that sold for a very handsome fee. So, Shannon Lee was the O'Reilly mayor, put to Savabile, and um, I think about a million bucks they sold the the full brother to Moonga from, who looks even more perfect. So, a great little synergy there, Kempe, because today for Waikato stud, they've got a runner, Ideal, who is by, well, out of I do, who you knew a wee bit because your good friend, Alan Sharrick, trained... Yeah, so there's synergy all over around for Waikato Stud today. We've got Alan Sharrock on the line. Morning, Al.
7: Hey, Louie? All right?
5: Yeah, I'm really excited, mate, because as I, as I said, there's tie-ins everywhere today. What's your relationship like with Waikato Stud and the Chittics? You've obviously been involved with them for a long time.
7: Yeah, mate. They're a great family and a great business, and, um, yeah, we have a lot of fun together, and uh, look forward to carrying carrying that on as we go forward. No, they're, they're a great family.
4: A big day out, big day for you. Obviously got our girl running and uh, Ideal and Lisa's on them. We're looking, you know, we're looking quite good, do you think? The, the the punters out there are listening to what you say.
7: Well, Max, he's more ready than you were most times you Played League. <laughs> put it that
4: way. Okay. Oh, that's all, that's all I wanted to hear. Hey, hey Al, is this, is this the, the Rama's last run, Sinorama's last run? Are we, are uh, we going to stud next?
7: Probably. Uh, she'll probably run in the Travis Mac. that's a wait for AIDS till he's a mare's race about three weeks time for, for that could be a swan song and um, yes, yeah, she may end up at work at a stuff with one of their nice horses so uh, we might go up there Mac for a for a weekend and uh, do a bit of dealing with Marco, that'd be quite oh, interesting. Right, oh. you know, you know, I'm in there. Take me with
5: you, <laughs> take <laughs> me Louis. with you, Kimpy. I want to, I want to come to to Game Gully and shoot some clays. And yeah, some
7: no, big. the, the wine'd be too good for you, Louis. Yeah, <laughs> people, that, that good wine.
5: Alan, please, Alan, I'll come and muck our boxes for a week, Alan Hey, um, that, that is very, very exciting, uh, one of those Waikato studs they, they, Look, the stallions in New Zealand at the moment, what we have on offer, it's incredible uh, Like, you think we're in a really strong place just from, I mean, I know Probabil this week went to Almanzor um, Tavachi's been kicking goals, Almanzor himself's done great work Kapur and Kanto's going off the hook From a trainer's point of view, is it an exciting time to be uh, breeding horses?
7: Yeah, it is, mate. And um, you know, you followed up by Venomos. He's doing a good job. Um, yeah, there's some nice horses, Lou. There really is in New Zealand at the moment. And uh, you don't have to pay the world for some of them. You do for some, but not all of them. So yeah, we're in a progressive stage, I think. Yeah.
4: Hey Al, just um, going away from races at Oamaru today and looking at um, Sydney tomorrow. What do you like, mate, in the big race? The Zarkies, the Very Elegance, the what, Well,
7: Have you had a look at it? What do you like? Oh, It's a massive race. Um, I think you've really got to stick with the Chris Waller factor. The, the, the big red horse that won the sprint, he failed the time before, but when the, the target race was presented, he won the race. So I'm going to still stick with Very Elegant on a wet track. Um, the filly you were backing for a place was outstanding in the tank red, Like that, That was a sensational race. But I still favour uh, Chris Waller and Very Elegant myself. Yeah, and there's there's a risk with Zaki on a very heavy track. So, there, there's a few anomalies in that race. Yeah, it,
5: it's a really good point, Al. It's, um, it's a hard one to work out, but you can, well, you can't say you put a line through Zaki, but they seem to be running on on those heavy tracks, so if he gets up on the front on that bottomless over 2,000 metres, you'd think that something maybe like Very Elegant or Dewass might be able to come behind them, but then you got Animo who's got the weight relief being the three-year-old, and he looks like he could be a bit of brilliance, and I'm sure that'd be a $60 million win or so for the stud career of Animo, so do you give him much yeah. of a chance as a three-year-old?
7: Yeah, mate, I'd have him right up Very Elegant some, to be honest, Louis, I think been- You know, the way he treated that field with the 10th last start and went through those conditions so easily. Um, Cox played 49, he comes in with 55. So the the playing field's a lot more even this time of the year. And he's still three, but he's an autumn three-year-old. So, you know, in in three months, he's a four-year-old bull. So he's probably strong enough to do the job. So that'd be my two, I, I believe, the cult and very elegant.
5: Awesome Al, hey look and a lot of people are looking at Ideal and the Waikato stud colours in the last, Cinerama, look the, the case is made for Cinerama easily, it's a smaller field, the form stacks up, she was super last start, looks like you've sorted her back out in her barrier manners, but Ideal, super progressive, upper, upper band into the 65 class, good jockey, good barrier, can you see her running on and finding the line strong?
7: Yeah, she's won a jump out since she won, Louie. I've had to wait and wait and wait. Actually, Mark was quite cheeky when she did win the other day. He said, What age is this thing? Seven years old? I said, Shut up, I've had to wait for it. She's four. You know what I mean? So you get those quirky little uh, snide remarks. I just talked to Mark, he's heading into the bush somewhere in New Zealand. So uh, she's a nice mare and she's going to go to a good level next year, but I've just had to wait for her to mature. The one you're all yep. forgetting is the uh, Cinerama's cousin, Hail Mary fresh up. She works super, and she's my value today, boys. I really oh. like the way. She... Yeah. So um, don't okay. leave her out, mate.
4: Okay. Don't leave her out. You're going Looks like you're gonna have a good day out. Hey, thanks for joining us today, Al. All the best down in Otago. Well, uh, one
7: one more thing. Kempe, you're at Eden Park, aren't you?
4: I am. I am.
7: Yeah. I'm been out here. i have been out here trying there. to kick
4: goals with Dan Carter.
7: Yeah, but haven't you told Lou and the boys about our day when we took the shield off Auckland and Bruce had to do that run down Eden yeah. Park? That I, look, park.
4: I was going to—I was going to tell—I was going to tell them, <laughs> them that story, Alan, and I will tell them as one of the best. Is it an um, on-air
5: story? An off-air story?
4: Well, yeah, no, no, it's an
7: on-air. Well, it's all good. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to lose that that 10 discount code, do you? I've told you. I've <laughs> told you. There was telegram. Tell a text and tell Alan. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's what it goes around. <laughs> All right. We hey, have a good day, eh? Well, <laughs> you
5: do, mate. We'll be punting along at Old Poonie. Alan Sherrick from Waikato Start Home for the amazing Stallion, Savabeo, Ocean Park, and Drossen. There's so many down there, and you now get to go through the very exciting process of picking a Stallion for Cinerama. And if you get the invite down... To uh, why could a sudden you don't take me?
4: No, he's good mates, Al. He's good. he's good mates with Mark Chitter. And he's been trying to get me down to Mark's place for a number of years now, Al. He's, um, and every time something else has been up. So this time when he sends the invite out, definitely head down, Louie. And, mate, Al, I have no problem with you showing up with me. I'll just chuck you in my boot. You'd <laughs> be sweet.
5: Well, your boots about the size. of First class, gonna, I'm going to t- t- tell, out- tell that
4: story. I'm going to tell that story. Do you want me to tell it now, or we're going to go t- tell it after the break? Um, how long is it? Oh, short, mate. Well, it's give real, us the minute version. So you now. know, Taranaki won the ring for your shield here, eh? Yep. So on the day, they're in a box. All the boys are in a box, and um, of course, Bruce lives. He's been living up here for 400 years, Bruce. Flash guy. He's from Taranaki. You know, yep. played for Clifton. Um, CEO
5: of New Zealand well, Therapy. So racing, you've got very all of the boys.
4: You know. You know, Doc Van Prague, Alan, all the boys from home that we all grew up with and all sit in the box and Bruce is going, No way in the world Taranaki's taking the Ranfur Shield home today. No way in the world. Well, has he forgotten the, where he's from? Well, you have to ask Alan that. Anyway, so <laughs> Alan's they've, they've gone, okay, then he's going, mate, I'll do ai s sh- I'll I'll take my clothes off and do a streak if if Taranaki win the Ranfler Shield. Well, you know what happened. Taranaki <laughs> Taranaki won the Ranfilly Shield. So Mate, you don't say that to the boys. They went right out, get your kit off. So he 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 got his got his gear off, came down, did a full streak along here. He threw his. He threw his undies to Dombey and said, meet me at the end of the stadium. He got chased out of the stadium by a security guard. Dombey was right behind him. <laughs> and he pulls Stark naked. And the uh, and the security guy comes to get him to chuck him. Out. He goes, oh, it's okay, it's okay. And Dombey walks up behind him and goes, "He's the undies. Put the undies back on. <laughs> so Alan, Alan's dined on that for a long time, as we all have. But <laughs> true, to, <laughs> true to the <laughs> word, Big Red and... and and bigger red, he uh, he got he got through he oh, got through that day.
5: I am so sure Bruce Sharrick has just thrilled you and Alan have conspired <laughs> against him to tell that
3: story. Stuff for your face and body. It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, stuff
7: is helping mental health too. Find stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.